Hello, hello, and welcome to Applies Job Bytes. We're a podcast that covers jobs, job searching, the job application process, career growth and development, and almost everything in between. Our show is sponsored by Apply.io, the free browser extension that helps you apply to jobs with a single click and writes really good cover letters for you using AI. We hope you enjoy the show. Hey there, and welcome to another episode of Applies Job Bites. I'm Jean, your host, and today with me is Claire Cahill. Claire, welcome to the show. Thank you. Delighted to have you, and uh, just start off by sharing your background, Claire. Claire Cahill is an award-winning executive coach and trainer with over 29 years of experience in financial services, leading and supporting leadership teams. As a published author, she specializes in employee engagement by tapping into the hearts and minds of her clients to unlock their potential. By playing to strengths, she empowers people to make effective decisions, which positively improves performance across the business. Having run her business since 2012 and using DISC personality profiling to get to know her clients in minutes rather than months, she has a wealth of experience in dealing with transition and overcoming barriers. And I want to jump straight into the questions because obviously you've got a wealth of experience, Claire. And what we're seeing right now is, you know, it's this sort of crazy and unprecedented time, right, As, as, as everyone's calling it. And it's just been a roller coaster for so many people. There are many people out there still looking for work. Um, And there are people who've been applying and working hard and customizing their applications and actually landing new work. Um, And it seems more important than ever that someone starting a new job starts on the right foot. Um, So for someone landing a new job right now, what should they be thinking about and doing to prepare prior to starting to ensure that they are set up to succeed? Yeah, so one of the um, activities that I get my clients to do is a SWOT analysis. So I think it's a great time for reflection to identify what strengths are they bringing to that role and that organization, as well as identifying any potential weaknesses where they can have a conversation with their employer about a development plan to play to those strengths, but also develop those weaknesses. And they've got a great opportunity now um, to build relationships, to play to strengths, to have that development plan in place. And by taking that reflection time, they can also identify any potential threats that there might be and put plans in place. And I also think it would be good to sort of connect with the team before they start so that they can try and start to build some rapport and find that common ground. So it's not such Mm. a scary experience on, on day one. And I think that is something which uh, is, is a little bit alien for people when they begin a new role and join a new team, and it's all being done remotely. I think, you know, by the time you're an adult, you kind of develop these sort of natural instincts and abilities to, you know, in a social environment to to build trust and to establish a relationship. But that is a little bit different in, given the current circumstances. Absolutely. And I think that's why it's so important that, you know, we reach out to those people that we're going to be working with and just have that virtual coffee. So we can't have a coffee in a canteen anymore and and have a bit of a get to know you session. But we can have, you know, those those virtual, you know, just just give me 15, 20 minutes of your time so I can get to know a little bit about you as an individual and how you can help and support me in my new role. And let me have a little bit of an opportunity to share what I'm going to bring to the party as well. And I think moving into maybe the next sort of category, right, though, the next sort of situation that people might find themselves in at this time. So there's people who've maybe now they're six or 12 months into a new role. And I think you've got people probably at, at both ends of the spectrum. There's, there's people that are in a relatively new role and who are worried that they're kind of new in role. And if the business is not doing so well, 
then their role may be brought into question. But then there's people on the other end of the spectrum. And, and here's where my question lays. People who are actually seeing this as an opportunity to say, well, you know, I'm only six to 12 months in here, but the world's in a weird place. And, and maybe I can actually even accelerate my career at this time. What are some of the things that people could do to kind of accelerate their career at this time and quickly establish themselves as an invaluable asset to an organization? Yeah, so I think it's really good to reach out and maybe buddy up with a person who you want to be the successor for. So everybody should have a succession plan. And part of that plan is, is well, let me come and spend some time with you even if it's virtually observing you in role, learning from you. And um, people love to share what they enjoy about their role. And I'm sure people would love to see who their natural successors are and know that they've played a part in that development. And it just enables that employee to have that safe space to talk about you know, their, their hopes, their fears, their aspirations, and then jointly put that development plan in place. And I think as an employer, it's really important that they understand who wants to develop and how can I support them in that development. Mm. And obviously, as a coach, I would say everybody needs a coach to help them, you know, set those stretch goals um, and create that safe space for them to, to share what they need to share. And, and it sounds like, in you know in some large organizations there, there may be a structure or a framework for this to take place but it sounds like what you're suggesting is that even if such a, a framework doesn't exist what you can do is just take the initiative um, and try to set that up in maybe a formal way or an informal way um, to kind of help kind of help create that that accelerated path for yourself that's right. And I always think about, you know, nobody is going to just come and give you a job. Um, so you you might have to go knocking on doors. So if you're the only person that's knocking on doors, you're going to be the one that gets noticed rather than somebody who sat back waiting for that door to be open to say, here's your next opportunity. And it is about being brave. It's about being courageous. It's about stepping outside of your comfort zone. But that's when the magic happens. And do you think, so for someone who's open to this idea or is actively already pursuing it, that they want to kind of a mentor or a coach, should they be open to considering people that are both inside the organization as well as those outside? Is it useful yeah. to have both perspectives? Yeah, I think it is useful to have both perspectives. So when I was employed um, in corporate world, I had mentors who I worked with. I had my line manager. I had my peers and all of them would give me different perspectives. But outside of that environment, I also had my own coach because sometimes when you're outside of the environment, you get asked the questions that you don't get asked inside the environment because they don't, they can't make assumptions. So right. sometimes that external person asks you the question that you need asking to find your answer because and, that, and, that's uh, come from within. I would imagine that there's also, you know, the vast majority of people are very well-intentioned. And uh, it's funny, there's a, there's a kind of a, when people are given the opportunity to help you or to provide support, they usually kind of just don't want to let another human being down is, is, is what I've found. So it's actually a, an incredibly powerful thing to ask for help or to, to, to seek mentorship. But I think there's, and, and this might be un, unconscious, right? That there's an inherent bias to the kind of advice that you receive that are from people that are so close to what you do, especially if they're at your peer level. And I think maybe adding, explain that external perspective just gives you something else to consider. Um, and in some cases you may receive 
better advice externally than internally. Yeah. And I think sometimes when you go to your peers, there can be that element of threat rather than actually I've got an opportunity to be part of somebody's journey. And by being part of that journey actually makes me look good as well as that individual that I'm helping. And yeah, so that's what I found sometimes internally. Mm. It's very much about what's in it for me rather than what's in it for the individual. Whereas when you go external, it's very much about how can I help and support this individual because they've reached out to me and there's right. no hidden agenda. It's a win-win for all concerned. Right. Well, the other thing that I was keen to have your keen to speak to your experience about Claire is that right now, a lot of people for the first time ever are doing this whole remote working thing. And mm -hmm. the sort of the rules of the game are a little bit different in terms of, you know, what a successful remote worker looks like versus someone that's that's used to being in a in a face to face role, being in the office environment. Do you have any sort of major do's or don'ts that you'd recommend people to consider or to be aware of so that their career can continue to prosper uh, whilst we're all working under the sort of uh, the sort of COVID times? Yeah, I think it's really important to think about our own self-care. So whilst we're at home, you haven't got people in the office that are regularly checking in with you. So to have those weekly meetings with your peers, um, with your line manager to talk about, you know, what's going well and why it's going well, what's not going so well and what support you need. But also, if you've not had that virtual contact with somebody, make sure you change your environment throughout the day because there's nothing worse than being sat in the same room on your own in front of a PC. So I always try to go out for a walk, even if it's just for half an hour have my lunch away from my desk in a different room, make sure I get some light of some description. And even if it is that I just listen to a little bit of music or watch a little bit of trash TV, it just changes that complete you know, mindset and gives you a break so that then you can return back to what you were doing. And I just think that communication is so vital when you are remote working and, you know, don't be afraid to reach out to say, can I just have a 10 minute chat or pick up the phone rather than just sending an email? That makes complete sense. I think self-care is something which if people haven't started to think about that, then there's no better time to start than right now. We're probably looking at another different kind of year in 2021. It's hopefully going to be better than this one, but it might not be much better. So people uh, must set themselves up for a kind of a sustainable, it's clearly a bit of a marathon that lies ahead of us. Yeah. And I think I was talking to somebody today about how would you describe 2020? And there's lots of different words that you can use. But the words that came to me was 2020 has been the year of transformation because we've some people will have been forced to slow down, to take stock. Some people will have been furloughed. They've lost their jobs. So whatever the situation has been for those individuals, it has been a year of transformation where everybody will have grown in some shape or form. And it's about how can we go into 2021 and take all of the lessons learned, the good, the bad and the ugly to make 2021 even better 
um, than 2020. And almost in some respects, be grateful that 2020 happened because of that transformation and the relationships that have been built, the new opportunities that have been created, as well as, you know, the other challenges that it brought. Right. Yeah. And, and what better time to take stock as we approach the end of the year and plan for, for your year ahead? Claire, it's been amazing to have you on the show. Thanks so much for coming on. I'm sure our listeners are going to find uh, your advice invaluable. And uh, we look forward to having you back on at some point in the future. Brilliant. And thank you for having me on today and letting me share what I'm so passionate about. It's an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much, Claire. Thank you. Hey, we hope you enjoyed the show. For any feedback, requests or suggestions of things that we should include on upcoming shows, please drop us a line at contact at apply.io. Thanks, and we'll catch you next time. Yeah, applications never write a cover letter again. 